to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back on the block. All the blockheads out there listening in on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. He's Strick and Jake Bakovin here. We are the original blockheads. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is somewhat of a derogatory term, but we're not going to use it that way. I no, think it means you're an idiot. I mean, I think so. Yeah, but we're, we're, we're cool idiots. Yeah, we're cool idiots. So, yeah, man. Um, I thought about this yesterday as I was looking into this specific segment, and we're going to... We're going to dig into it right now for all of us that have been wondering what's going on with the Wild Wild West. You know, the NIL situation right now, we've talked plenty of times about the fact of how crazy it is. And it is like a Wild Wild West. It's uncharted territories. And if you don't understand what that means, go watch the movie Uncharted. It's, it's like it's like it's like mines, minefields. There's treasure. There's all types of stuff everywhere all over the place, but at the end of the day, it still needs some guidance rails. Otherwise, it's like you, you ever seen you ever seen those um, those videos when they're driving in those mountains, like in India and stuff, and there's like no guardrails. Oh and yeah. If it's one slip or a car comes around the turn real hard one time, that you go flying off the mountain. That's what it feels like for nil right now. There's just no guardrails. There's just no semblance of any balance or order you know it's kind of crazy it's just like i said the wild wild west but i i i i looked into this smu situation and it's similar to what i think coming in in the onset in the beginning as opposed to like guys like nico that's going to tennessee the quarterback i mean getting like eight million million? yeah come on bro he hasn't even high school kid yeah yeah i mean you haven't even seen the light of day yeah you know you might be the next um spencer rattler you know or quinn yours and you hit a bag now i think it's also progressive i think if you're there you're you've been there for the four years it's also probably tiered but at the end of the day i think the SMU method methodology for what they're implementing for both football and basketball is that they will pay each um, each they will pay the football and the basketball players thirty six thousand dollars per year. I think something along those 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 lines are reasonable, especially if you're coming in. Now I think if you earn it after you didn't come in and put in the work, I think that's the balance of what it could be for everybody across the board. Something around that way, 50,000, even if it's 70,000. Yeah, depends on what your school is. Whatever your school making, is, yeah. right? But what, what what do you think about them and the way that they're doing? Well, it's interesting, and it's incredibly organized, um, and it's kind of silly that we're, I, I mean, you know, if you look at the history of college football, that we're looking at uh, SMU as the role model to get. Uh, after all their history, <laughs> right, right? After the death penalty and all that uh, in the 80s. Now they seem to be in in the right minds there moving forward with NIL is you have to remember this is a this is not directly SMU University 
um, which I guess would be <laughs> Southern Methodist University, not University of Twice is, 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 is moving on. But in any case, uh, this is uh, this is a collective, but that collective is, is incredibly organized. And that's I think the I think that that's the best way to do this moving forward so that you don't have any problems with, you know, fairness and all that is the standard offer that you could offer somebody. And, and again, maybe you can't do this as you're a coach, but everybody kind of knows what's there is you'll be taken care of. You don't have to have a funny name. You don't have to, um, you know, be you know, the, the star. You don't have to be the new guy because the, the problem is in the NIL world and why we saw so many, so many people dancing in the transfer portal. If you're a known commodity at your school, but you're not asking for anything, well, then you're not going to receive anything. Maybe you'll get a local, uh, deal that's not worth very much, but if you jump into the transfer portal and your commodity there, then you're worth, um, who knows what the numbers that they're throwing out. Um, and that's where a lot of the money, the NIL money ended up going. This is more of a way to move it back toward the current players on the rosters and help in recruiting and, and that the, the, the kids will know in the future that they've got a solid deal. And accordingly, it, it doesn't have to stop there. Um, if you can do better than that on your own with NIL, go out and get more money. But everybody's taken care of. You don't have a ro- locker room imbalance. Um, and it, I, I just think that that's the structure that mostly was envisioned with players getting a piece of the pie, right. an equal piece of the pie um, moving forward. Yeah, I... I, I... <sighs> I think it makes things fair, right? I think it also eliminates what the potential or the possibilities of internal strife mm-hmm. in the locker room. You know what I mean? If if you look across the board and everybody is on equal playing field and everybody is is feeling that they've look, I, I'm not trying to limit. I, I know what people are saying, and I know what people are probably looking at if they're watching or listening on the on 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 93.7. Uh, the ticket FM that you're like, it's a hindrance to what the NIL is supposed to be. No, I'm not trying to hinder them. I'm saying the opportunity, that's a baseline. I'm Mm -hmm. saying it's a, let's, let's find a baseline, right? That makes things equitable across the board for all people, makes the locker rooms to feel like, you know, you're a part of it. Doesn't leave, you know, and then so what's going to be a problem with this? Because you heard what he said. It said basketball and football. Mm-hmm. Didn't say anything else about no any any of the, so there. So the, the next part's going to be to that, which we're probably going to be hearing out of SMU is what about us? Right. That's that. So there's there's still going to be problem. It's 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 really not a really good answer any way you do it across. No, the board. if this was easy, so, they, this would have been done yeah. long ago. The the fact that there's so much gray area and, and no really right answer is why it's hard to get there. For what it's worth, those are the money making sports. Um, so that's yeah. probably what you're taking care of at first, and then you know that's about three and a half million a year if you take the 85 scholarships, about 12 over to basketball. Um, that's that'd be about what they're looking to raise there. And, and you know it trickles down. Right, it all it all trickles down. It all starts from the top. Why do I say that? Because right now the WNBA is mad about it. They're mad about the fact that they feel that their salaries are down. But if you go and really dig into the numbers, really dig into the numbers, their numbers from back in 2019, which was probably at their peak, where their averages was upwards of 7,500 to a to a 9,500. You know, average. A lot of teams were getting there close to about ten grand 
you know, and then there were some down in the bottom about five or six. Mm-hmm. Those numbers are down. Right now, their average is below five hmm. and total. So that means that's not a money-making business proposition right now. But yet, it, 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 it makes it hard for you to sell higher salaries without putting numbers in the seats. you got to return it. Yeah. So, so I think women volleyball here in Nebraska could have a say-so. Oh yeah, <laughs> they fill up to the Vanny Center. You know, I, oh, I can't yeah. believe that they have a say so. You know, I think there are some some organizations that could have a say so into how that go. I still think there should be a baseline. I think there's a way that there could be a baseline, a small number. You can give you can give some kids something. Mm-hmm. You know, I always looked at it to be a stipend. I I felt even when we played, if we if we had a stipend, it it would have been all right. You know, you know every what we were on semester system. I think. Every semester, if you got, you know, three, four grand, you know, I think you can work off of that if you're an athlete, you know. I would have felt good about that. But there was a lot of 21 Stricky shirts that was out there, too. You noticed that. I wanted to make sure I get a piece of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, I, I, I too, think about, like, the future um, and these deals that, like, if you think about it not spreading apart, right? Like, if... If instead of everybody getting thirty six thousand, one guy gets five hundred thousand, the guy behind him didn't get anything, and then he's getting outperformed by the guy that didn't get anything in practice. Right. Can the coach even make that decision, or is he beholden to the man that is you know helped him recruit a guy on campus that he doesn't want to like irk or get or get that guy mad? So he can't make the decision to pull the guy from the game if he's struggling. Um, and, and whereas, you know, this is like everybody's at least got their NIL. Everybody's got their their, their same package. I feel more free about what, what I can do as a coach once again. And, of course, you know, different promises and stuff like that over the years have been made to to players. And you've had to deal with those type of that type of drama or that type of um, uh, of, of Oh, just kind of pitting against each other in the locker room, or you you feel like you're, uh, you, you just you can't make the move that you want to. That that that's nothing new, but you you feel, I just feel like that could really become a problem, you know, and and certainly will be in in locker rooms across the country. Hopefully not at Nebraska. Hopefully the guys that uh, that they paid the most seem you know can jump off and get going. But um, I don't know. You don't want to make donors mad if they if they're sticking their neck out there to bring a guy in for you. They'll, they'll it'll be like the the parent in the crowd play my kid. Well, and and again, that's why I think I think if you're going to make it a contractual thing, make it contractual, make it incentive based. You know what I'm saying? Don't make it an outright thing. Make it incentive based. Okay, yes, you're going to get a guarantee this, but if you're not performing, if you're not starting, if you're not playing a certain amount of game, mm-hmm. make it a contractual thing. Oh yeah, I, I think I think if that's what you're going to do, make it that. And, and, you know, I, I think another thing that, you know, Deion Sanders made a point of, he said, open up the coaches. Find a way to bring more coaches because right now these players are making more, more than what their coaches are. What can you as a coach tell them if you don't have qualified, quality people in those rooms that can surround that young man or young woman and have real talk discussions with them about their – production, lack of production, or whatever they're not doing, not handling business in class, whatever the case may be. Spending their money unwisely. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, those are some of the things. And, again, we talked about just financial literacy stuff. I mean, that's just stuff that they're not teaching. I think it needs to be taught. 
they try to give little little tidbits of that when you get to combines and you get to those you know uh seminars for uh entry into the next levels but you don't really get it and and so some of these young men don't understand that a hundred thousand ain't a hundred thousand or that five hundred thousand isn't five hundred thousand you know unless they're working it out on the back end on how to pay their taxes and you know how to mitigate that you know but still i think i still think financial literacy is an important part of this this piece as they're about to acquire and take on a lot of money but a good point from texas jeremy is is if you if you allow the school to get out involved and if you allow the ncaa to get involved then you get back into the title nine problem you get back into um you know everybody deserves a piece when I, I mean, it, I think that there are sports at the university that are, um, you know, don't don't, rev, you know, generate revenue that are maybe more how sports were intended at universities. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Do they deserve the same amount of money as a football player? I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say so. I, I, I don't you know, I don't need to be rude. They they certainly deserve the opportunity to use their name, image and likeness to do whatever they want with it. That should be true across the board for just about anybody. Um, but it's it's you know, I, I like to play nice. But I also when you talk about fair, it's not fair. It's not fair to force the school to give everybody equal pay. When it's not an equal revenue generation, you just got you mentioned there with the WNBA, it it it, it doesn't necessarily make sense, and the, because it goes across gender lines, then maybe you kind of have a problem there. But ultimately, to, to, you know, you gotta Still you gotta, gotta, gotta make money. Yeah, gotta, I mean, you gotta have a that, return on your investment. That would be like me putting out some shoes that fell apart the minute you know the next week that you put them out, right? Yeah. And I'm trying to charge Nike prices. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense for me to have pro keds and I'm selling those and I'm trying to sell those for 150, like some Jordans. And, and I know it may be a, I, I don't want you to get caught up in the fact of what I'm saying about, I, I want you to think about what I'm saying about putting out a product, right? The Jordan brand commands a certain level based on what he's, done over his life oh, yeah. span of his career but me little old me trying to come in and say yo pro strickies yeah them strickies is hot 150 <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that's 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 an idiotic thing for you me to expect you to you know purchase this product in alignment with the jordan brand you know what i mean yeah. and that's what i'm saying it's like we 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 lose the mental, the truth aspect of what business and economics is by looking at all the surrounding things that come with it. You know, look, I'm not against it. Like, I believe that you should be able to negotiate your worth. Mm-hmm. I believe that if you are doing a service and you're doing it at a high level, you should be paid what you're worth. But if the product isn't performing, <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you think you should get the lion's share of that, of yeah. that. Yeah, I just, just don't think it makes sense. the next guy. Yeah. Somebody, Tater, I love you. Tater on the text line, my guy. I'm going to start. I'm, matter of fact, I'm going to go put him out. Them Strickies coming out soon. <laughs> Here, Strickland's. 
I'd buy a pair too. You've got two cells. Well, unfortunately, right we're gonna take a break on that because Air Strickies is not coming out. Oh, okay. Oh, 93.7 ticket ticketfm.com. We got one more segment left. We come back, come back, come back and hang out with us, blockheads. We'll be right back after these messages. 